Welcome to the Tape Ministry of the Embassy of the Word of God, where God is releasing men and women into exploits through the preaching of the Word of Faith. Be transformed and impacted as you listen to God's Word. So we're looking at the spectrum of faith and we want to start with 1st John chapter 5 the verse number 4 1st John chapter 5 I read from the verse number 4 the scripture says for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world and this is a victory that overcometh the world even our faith for whatsoever is born of God whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world now that right there tells you there is a world system and there is a God system but those that are born of God and the man that is born of God the scripture tells us is a spirit being is a spirit being praise God is a spirit being um, before I go on further in this particular verse let, let's go to the book of John chapter 1 from the verse number 10 John chapter 1 the verse number 10 the same writer he says he was in the world talking about the word of God the logos and the world was made by him the word is called him giving a personality and the world knew him not 11 we're reading all the way to 12 he came unto his own and his own received him not 12 but as many as received him he gave the power to become sons of God even to them that believe on his name this is the victory that overcometh the world whatsoever is born of God as many as received him whatsoever is born of God as many as received him whatsoever is born of God as many as received him to them he gave the authority the power to become sons of God even to them that believe on his name so when a man believes on the name of Jesus the scripture tells us that they have received him. And to receive him means to be born of God. John 3, 3. Jesus tells us that except a man. This is what Jesus answers. Very, very, except a man be born again. He cannot see the kingdom of God. So it's a birth issue. When it comes to faith. Faith is is given to the man that is born again at new birth. Faith is given to the man that is born again at new birth. Praise God. I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot what? See the kingdom of God. Verse number six. The verse number six, um, Nicodemus asks, asks Jesus, I don't understand all this theory, all these jargons. Jesus said that which is born of the flesh, what is of the world? That which is born of the flesh, what is of the world? As many that were, they were, he came to his own, but his own received him not. As many that received him, that means as many that were born again, or as many that were born of God, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So there is flesh birth, there is spirit birth. Then Jesus tells us in verse 7, Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. I'll stop at verse 8. 
Then it goes to say in the verse number eight, the wind bloweth where it listeth. I mean, using this to mimic spirit or the ruach. Okay, so the spirit is used to is this is is um, wind is used to describe the kind of man that is born of God, where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell where it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. So every man that is born of God is also born of the Spirit. So when you are born again, what actually became born again in you is your Spirit. Is your spirit. Praise God. So back to 1 John 5, the verse number 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world system, the flesh system. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. So at new birth, the believer is born of the spirit. In other words, he becomes a spirit being that has come alive, quickened by the Holy Ghost. But you see, this is not possible without faith. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 tells us that we are saved by grace through faith. So at new birth, when the man became born again and you came alive spiritually, you also received a gift called faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. So grace is a gift. Faith is a gift. But it is a spiritual gift, not a physical gift. Romans chapter 12, the verse number 3, the scripture tells us that when you are born again, you, 3 please, 12, 3, you receive for I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. So when you got born again, you received faith that came with the gospel. Faith was impacted to you and it's a spiritual force. It's not a physical force. That's why the scripture says that the faith that we have received overcomes the world. Because the world is physical. The world operates by 3D. So what we can feel, touch, smell. This is how we experiment with the physical. But there is a realm beyond the physical it is called the spiritual realm. This realm is the fourth dimension. So we have the third dimension, but we, by the time you are getting into the spiritual realm, you are entering into what is called the fourth dimension. The fourth dimension is called the dimension of faith. It is also the dimension of the spirit. This is where the believer that is born of God ought to operate. For we are saved by grace through faith. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. This is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. So your faith is what gives you the ability to overcome the world system, the 3D system, and to operate in the fourth dimension. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 1 verse 16, the scripture tells us something very instructive over there. It says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto what? Salvation. So at salvation, where everyone believes, to everyone who I what? Believes. To the Jew first and also what? To the Greek. Verse 17, very instructive. Listen to that part. The verse 17 says, for therein is the righteousness of God. So a man is made right through the revelation of faith. For therefore, therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. So God accounts a man right based on the faith that he responded to the word of God with. So the just shall live by faith. We live by faith. 
Hallelujah. We live by faith. The just lives by faith. So it is one, it's, it's the most, in fact, it's, it's our lifeline. Just the same way you breathe to, serve, to live and to exist. You need faith to exist in this walk of life, in this walk of the faith life. Hallelujah. In this walk of God, you need faith. You live by faith. Hebrews chapter 11, the verse number 6, tells us that without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that what he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that what diligently seek him. Praise God. Romans, sorry, Galatians chapter 3. If we, we start reading Galatians chapter 3, let's start reading from the verse number 23, please. Galatians 3, 23. But before faith came, we were kept under the law. Now he calls the coming of Christ faith. So Jesus is the faith that the Old Testament saints were looking for in a promissory note. Hallelujah. We were kept under the law, shut up unto the faith we should afterwards be revealed. Faith is a revelation to the heart, to the spirit of a man. Then listen to verse 24. Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ. So Christ here is called faith. That we might be justified by faith. So we are declared righteous before God by faith. Romans, I'm um, sorry. Um, yeah, Romans 3. Um, sorry, Romans 2. Ephesians story. Ephesians 2, 8 says what? We are saved by grace through faith. You are justified by grace through faith. Praise God. Now, the same Romans 5, the verse number 1 says, We came to peace. We receive the peace of God because of justification by faith. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So without faith, you could not have been saved. Without faith, we were brought to Christ through faith. Christ is called the faith that they that were in the Old Testament were looking forward to. So they saw him in a figure. They saw him in shadows. They saw him in the, um, what do we call it, the, 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 the services they did around the tabernacle. They saw him in a figure and they believed. They saw him in a shadow. So Hebrews chapter 11 one tells us that now faith is the substance of things hoped for. They hoped to see Christ. But they saw him in a figure. The evidence of things not seen. The evidence for them in the Old Testament was Abel killing a lamb and presenting it to God. And God accepting it and declaring him what? Righteous. Because without faith, a man could not have been declared righteous. The Bible tells us about Abraham. How that he counted the stars, counted the sun, and he believed God. And God counted it unto him for what? Righteousness. Without, even in the Old Testament, without being declared righteous before God, you don't have faith. So the demonstration of faith in the Old Testament was to be declared righteous or to believe in the righteousness of God. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Until we were brought to Christ, until we were brought to faith, we were under the law, Galatians says. But when Christ came, we came into faith. So the day you became born again, you received the faith of God. Hallelujah. You received the faith of God. Now this faith is a spiritual force because you were born again by the spirit. And so the, the grace of God, sorry, the, the faith that you received is also a spiritual substance, not a physical substance. Praise the Lord. Now, if that is the case, this is why when you receive the word of God or when the word of God is being preached to you, most of the times you find out that all your problems become insignificant. All the problems you experience in life, you realize that you don't even have them anymore. You, you can't see them. They are not, they are not in view. Why? Because the word of God comes to your mind 
and enters your spirit. The moment your spirit, which is spirit, and faith is also spirit, faith, your mind cannot relate to faith. Only your spirit can relate to faith. Hallelujah. So Romans 10, 17 tells us that faith cometh by hearing. So when you hear the word of God, the word of God comes to your mind, but it doesn't stay there. It is transported to your heart. It's called the mixing pot, the mixing place of faith. Your heart is the mixing place of faith. So anytime we hear the word of God, what is happening is the word of God is gaining entrance and access to your spirit. This is why we lose sight of all the problems you have until you go home. And then you wonder, hey, what happened to me? What has happened is that the word of God has gained entrance into your heart. Now, if you allow that word to continuously gain entrance into your heart, the things that are mountainous before you would dematerialize. The same effect you felt when you heard the word of God coming to you. As the word is preached, the word it comes with what? Faith. This faith is what was imparted at new birth. It is the same faith in which we live. And it's the same faith in which we stand. Hallelujah. We live in faith. We were born again by faith. We live in faith. We stand in faith. Praise the Lord. So every time you hear the word of God, faith comes to you in the word. This is what energizes your spirit. Your spirit is is energized for action. Your spirit is energized for what? For action. So faith is a spiritual force that was imparted to you when at new birth, when you became born again. It is not for the senses. That's why your sense cannot really reconcile with what the word of God says. The word of God says you are blessed. The sense cannot because you look at the physical realities. You don't look blessed. But your spirit has the ability to respond. That's why we say faith is the response of the human spirit, the recreated spirit, to the word of God. So when the word of God is preached and you receive it, your faith responds. It gives your spirit man the ability to respond to the word. Hallelujah. John chapter 6 verse 63. Jesus tells us something very instructive. The reason is this. The reason why our heart our spirit response to the word of God is because the word of God itself is spirit. It is the spirit that quickens. The word quicken means bring alive, energize. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are what? Spirit. They are life. So anytime the word of God is ministered, spirit is ministered to your heart. Life is ministered to your heart. And this is what energizes your spirit man. So the energy, the energy of the spirit is received or transported via the word of God. Hallelujah. So faith accepts and exalts what the word of God says above the natural circumstances of life. Faith is therefore the response of your spirit. Hallelujah. The response of what? Your spirit towards the word of God. Or what the word of God has said. This is why it is vital that you hear the word of God and hear it very often. This is why you do yourself a disservice if you don't come to church. You do yourself a disservice because even with prayer, we pray through the word of God. So you can never pray effectively if you don't know the word of God because the word of God causes your spirit to respond, to take action. On the word of God. So when it's preached, your spirit receives that word. And the word begins to cause you now to want to act on it. Hallelujah. So there is a spiritual reaction that is ignited between your spirit and the word of God that is being preached. To give you dominion over the systems of this world. Hence the scripture says, whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. There is a reaction between the spirit man that is born again and the word of God that is preached to him, that he has responded to. And this brings the victory. And this is the victory that overcomes the world and its systems, overcomes the flesh and its systems. It's called our faith. You've got to personalize your faith. 
Hallelujah. So when we talk about faith, the first thing I've just talked about is that faith provokes a response of your human spirit. All I've said now is to say the first spectrum is that faith provokes a response of your human spirit to respond to the word of God. Hallelujah. The second spectrum I want to look at tonight is that faith doesn't ask if. Faith knows. I preached this to you before where we talked about knowing knowledge beyond faith. Hallelujah. Philemon chapter number one, the verse number six. So faith knows. The New Testament faith is a faith of knowledge. It's not promissory. We got to know that the communication of your faith may become effectual. If you have it in a good news, can you give it to me? Becoming can become effectual by the what? By the knowledge. It says, my prayer is that our fellowship with you as believers will bring about a deeper understanding of every blessing which we have in our life in union with Christ. An understanding, a knowing. Please give it to me in the the, New Living Translation, please, if you have it. And I am praying that you will put into action the generosity that comes from your faith as you understand and experience all the good things we have in Christ. So when it comes to the faith of the new creation, what you need beyond the first faith that you received at new birth is to begin to know. By virtue of knowing, it means you have an understanding. That's why we preach the word of God. We preach the word of God for understanding. When you have understanding, you have come to the place of knowledge. This place of knowledge causes you to walk in the known, not the unknown. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Now, when there is an evidence, it is a proof that the shadow is no more. Hallelujah. When there is an evidence, now the evidence has come. The evidence is called Christ. The evidence is faith. So all that Christ has done, all he has said, all he has completed in him, when you have an understanding of all of the good things that are in him, we have come to the place of knowing. So we don't walk on assumptions. We walk on knowledge. It's no, no longer if. It is knowing. Hallelujah. So Hebrews 11 one says what? The evidence, faith is a substance of things hoped for, but I'm looking for the B. The evidence of things not seen. We have the evidence. Hallelujah. We have the evidence. The evidence is Christ. He has come. Therefore, the shadow is no more. Faith is a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Now we have the evidence. Therefore, what is not seen has been brought to us. Praise God. Has been brought to us. But how do we, how are we sure? By knowing. By knowing. So if you are walking in the shadow, you will keep asking the questions if if you are walking in the shadows walking in the shadows that means walking in the old testament faith you are still asking the question if praise god because they were they were not they were they didn't know what they were looking for they were looking for christ but christ was in a figure they saw christ in temple worship they saw christ in the high priest they saw Christ in a figure. They saw Christ in sacrifices. If you still want to make that your conviction, you are in the shadow. Hallelujah. That's why Hebrews 11 is elementary. It's a starting point for the new creation. The new creation must move into the place of knowledge. Hallelujah. You move into the place of knowledge where you are no more walking in assumptions. You are walking in knowledge. If you are walking in the shadow, I've said again, 
you will keep asking the question, what if? What if it doesn't happen? What if I don't get the money? What if I lay hands on the sick and they don't recover? What if I speak the word and nothing changes? That is the question you'll be asking. Why? Because you are still like um, Abraham in the fundamental stages of his faith. When he came to God and said, you have given me everything except a son. And this Eliezer is going to inherit everything I own. God realized that this boy called Abraham has not yet understood what the kind of walk he was walking with him. He says, come out, come out, boy. Come out, boy. Begin to count the stars as he counted them. He says, count the sun. As he kept counting, he got, he, he got lost in the counting. And the Bible says he believed God. And God counted to him for faith. In other words, he had come to the place of what? Knowledge. This is what the book of Romans chapter 4 captured for us. That is the place where he became justified. Before then, he was still vacillating. He was still vacillating. For if Abraham, well, no, 417, please. <laughs> because if we start from here, we'll not finish. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead, and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Hallelujah. Verse 18. <laughs> who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken so shall thy seed be according to that which was what spoken so he believed he leaped on what was spoken he acted on what was spoken 19 and be not weak in faith he considered not his own body, now dead, when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not consider the physical evidence anymore. He has lost sight of the physical evidence. He has lost sight of anything that could become an obstacle anymore. The weakness has left him. Why? Because he has come to the place of faith. Before then, he was still vacillating. But when he came to this point, the Bible says he was no more weak in faith. Not to be weak in faith means that you are not considering the physical evidence anymore. Now, I will explain this in a moment. Now, it, does, it doesn't mean that you ignore the physical evidence, but you don't consider it. They are two different things. I will explain that. Now, now that's to say somebody is having headache. He's saying, I don't have headache. No, 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 you have headache, my friend. I mean, you're confessing I don't have headache will not change the verdict. What will change it is you not considering that pain and that headache that is there, but looking at what has been said concerning headache by his stripes, I'm healed. So you act on what has been said. That's the evidence. Not or not, 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 not deciding that I want to ignore it. I, it's not there. You will die. You will die. That's why when your faith has not reached there, as you are working on your faith, still keep taking your medicine. Still keep <laughs> going to see your GP <laughs> before you die. Amen. Uh -huh. It's because that is called presumption. I don't have a headache. Yet your head is killing you. You know you're about to die. You are sick as a dog. <laughs> Look, don't... It, it doesn't mean we, we, we ignore... We, we what? We, we, we declare that what is there is not there. No. What is there is there. They are called facts. But facts are not truth. Praise God. I'll talk about that another day or later. Praise God. So faith is the realm of knowledge. The realm of if is the realm of unbelief and fear. Praise God. So if I lay hands on the sick, will they recover? If I, I, I declare the word, will it come to pass? If you are still in that realm, you have not yet arrived at faith. Faith is still vacillating. Faith is still not fully operational. For the evidence you want to see. For the testimony. The good report you want to see. 
Praise God. So faith is that confidence assurance that based on God's word and what he has said, things will turn out favorably as the word of God has said. Hallelujah. Faith knows. Faith does not assume. Faith knows that what has been said is final. That no matter what, the end of the matter is that what has been said has been said. What has been written is written. Amen. What has been said has been said. So faith knows that if hands are laid on the sick, they must recover. If you don't have this and you go and want to try and lay hands on the sick, they will not recover. Faith knows. Faith does not assume. Faith is if, what if? No. Faith knows. Praise God. Faith knows that if hands are laid on the sick, they will recover. Because that's what the word of God says we should, that will happen. Faith knows, according to Philippians 4.19, that if you have any need, God supplies your need according to his riches in glory. Praise God. That is faith. But you must know this. It's a knowing. It's a knowing in Christ. He is able to supply all your need. All your need. According to what? His riches in glory. By who? Or in Christ Jesus. So you're knowing that the supply is in Christ. This is very important. Faith always depends on the word of God as the basis and the assurance of action. I want to say that again. Faith always depends on the word of God as the basis and the assurance for action. When faith hears, it jumps. Whilst when doubt hears, doubt wants to consider all the factors involved. You see, um, let us analyze this thing carefully because, you know, we are living in a world where you need to analyze how you need to have a plan A and plan B and analyze all of it and then come to a logical conclusion. Faith is not logical. Faith is not, faith is not sensible because faith does not appeal to the senses. Faith appeals to the spirit, to the heart of the man. Let us consider the facts. If this one does not work, this, that's not faith. Praise God. So if you are ever finding yourself hesitating to jump on the word of God, to, to respond to the word of God with your heart, faith is still not in place. Hallelujah. So trying to reason out God's word in your mind, know for sure that you need to get back into faith. Get back into the word of God until faith is built up. Then you can leap on the word of God. Now I want to say this as well. The next spectrum is that faith is a law. Faith is a law. Faith is a law. Faith is a law. And it is not a physical law. It is a spiritual law. Laws are meant to work anytime, any day, anywhere. Anybody, as long as the right conditions are applied. Romans chapter 3 verse 27. So faith is also a spiritual law. Just like gravity is a law. Gravity will operate on any man. That's why you can be walking by the roadside and not find yourself floating on some water somewhere. Or floating in the air. Why? Gravity as a law. A natural law, a physical law, is operating in the physical. The same way, I told you before, that the spiritual realm is mimicked by the physical realm. Therefore, faith is the law of the spirit realm. It says, where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? Nay. Works means the senses. He says, no, but by the law of faith. So faith is a law, by the law of faith. A law is constant and works for anyone and everyone 
and in any way under the right circumstances. So, for example, gravity, like I said a while ago, is a law that functions all the time. The same way, faith also functions all the time. It's a law. So, just as gravity functions all the time, when you sleep on your bed, nothing causes you to float in the air because gravity keeps you on that bed. The same way, if you go to sit in a chair, nothing causes you to float in the air for a while before you sit in the chair. It tells you that that law of gravity is operating. The same way, the law of faith operates any day, anytime, anywhere, anyhow. There are no trial and errors with laws. Laws are operated by systems. When you follow the system, the law will work for you or against you. The same way, there is no trial and error with faith. Faith works when it is applied rightly. Hallelujah. Faith works and it can work for you or work against you. Hallelujah. Faith always works. Listen to this. Faith what? Always work because every law always work. If it is faith, then it has already worked. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, if there is an evidence, it means the thing has already is already in existence. Amen. The evidence of things not what seen. If the only difference is that it is the in the unseen realm, but it is there. Evidence of things not seen. Faith is already there. Hallelujah. So the Bible says faith is the evidence. Is the evidence. Any evidence is a proof of something that is already in existence. Praise God. So someone who has been sick, for example, sick and diagnosed with maybe a particular sickness or headache, are by faith that has captivated the person's heart. If the person declares, in the name of Jesus, I am healed, and this sickness has passed out of my body, the evidence is already in existence. The evidence is a proof that the healing is already in existence. By his stripes, first Peter 2 24 says, By his stripes, we were not are, we were what healed. So it is already in existence. Now, the physical symptoms notwithstanding, so you can have physical symptoms, it doesn't prove that the thing has not yet happened, it has already happened. Faith is a substance of things, the evidence. Of things not seen. So even though you are looking forward to a physical manifestation, the evidence is a proof that the healing has already taken place. If it is truly faith that you are operating, the evidence has it's a proof that the healing has already taken place. Hallelujah. So the day you declared in the name of Jesus, I declare that I'm healed of that headache. That headache is dead. It is deaded. Though you may still feel physical symptoms or pain in the head, but that thing is gone. You may still see physical evidence, but the thing is gone. Jesus spoke to the fig tree and said, No man shall eat of thee from this time forth. And he walked away. The disciples that were walking with him, they saw that the tree was still in existence. It is, it's still standing. But by the morrow, by the time they came, the tree had withered to its roots because a spiritual principle has been set in motion. A spiritual principle has been what? Set in motion. And that spiritual principle is that a man of faith has declared that this tree is dead from its roots and so it is dead. And they heard it. It is dead. They heard it. He made a declaration. And a declaration of faith. That means you can stake your life on it. You can stake your life on faith. You can stake your life on faith because it is a law. Mm. If the laws of nature do not fail, 
It simply means that you can stake your life on faith that it will stand. Hallelujah. You are not looking at it and saying, okay, maybe it will happen, maybe it will not happen. Faith is not an if. You don't ask if. You just know. When you sit in a chair, you know that the chair will hold you. It's faith in a chair. When you sit in a car, you just know the car will take you wherever. You just know. The only time you begin to start experiencing fear is when you start here seeing the car jacking. And you say, hey, something's about to happen. Your senses have just come in. Yes, and you start binding. Uh-huh. The only time you begin to know that something is wrong is when something you start feeling and sensing something. And then all of a sudden, your senses kick in. It's the same thing that happened to Peter. Jesus said, I am he. He said, if you are, you are he, bid me to come. And he says, come. Jesus is not saying, try, maybe you may come. Maybe. Jesus knew he could walk on it, on the water. And Peter walked on water. Guess what? He began to enjoy the walk. All of a sudden, he, the Bible says, when he came to himself, he realized he was walking on water. That's when his senses kicked in. He began to sink. Faith is a spiritual law. Operate from the realm of the spirit. If you want to walk by faith, don't respect the physical. Keep your eyes beyond the physical. The physical will always limit you. That's why this year, one of our, our, our faith confession is about our, our, uh, what? We do not operate by the natural laws. The laws that, that limit natural men do not limit us. Why? Because we walk by faith. Hallelujah. We walk by faith. We walk by faith. Galatians chapter 3, verse 11. Holy man, Zalado, Kata. But no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident for the just shall live by faith. Live by faith. Amen. Hallelujah. You will not be justified by the, the physical things, the physical evidence. Live by faith. Live by faith. Walk by faith. I say live by faith. Walk by faith. Begin to see the impossible become possible. Begin to see that the word of God that has been spoken is for you. And take it and personalize it. Make it yours. Mary said, be it unto me according to your word. As it has been said, be it unto me. And the Bible said in Luke one forty-five, there shall be a performance of those things that were told her of the Lord. What has been told you? Ah, Mako Shalala. Bless she that believed. For there shall be what? A performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. There is a word from the Lord for you today. That word says you are above only not believe. That word says this is our victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. This is the word of the Lord concerning you. It says greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. It says do not be afraid little children for greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The word of the Lord concerning you. It says that his word by his stripes you were healed. The the word of the Lord concerning your life says you are complete in Christ, complete in Him, complete in Him, lacking nothing. Hallelujah! He has said so that we may boldly say, The Lord is our help. The word of the Lord concerning you has gone forth for the year. It says it shall be a year of prosperity for you. It says that it shall be a year where what limits natural men will not limit you. You. That is your word for this year. Stand on it. Respond to it. Do not allow the physical symptoms and whatever you are seeing, limit what you want to see. What the word has said, it is done. What the word has said, it is finished. What the word has said, the evidence is ours. We have received the evidence. Are you hearing me, somebody? You have the evidence. The evidence is in the completed work of Christ. He is complete and we are complete in him. We are joined as with Christ. We are one with him. Therefore, he says that we should not be afraid 
afraid. It says, do not be afraid, neither be terrified by the adversary. Are you hearing me, somebody? And no matter what comes against you this year, oh, you will win, my friend. I say you will win, child of God. For the Bible says, greater is he that is in you. It says, if God be for us, who can be against us? No devil can be against us. Are you hearing me, people of God? With God be for us. No devil, no system, no system can be against us. For he says, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Our faith. This is the victory. The victory that overcomes the world system is our faith. Let your faith come alive in what the word of God has said. Respond to the word of God. When the word is preached, let your spirit respond to it. Let your spirit hold on to it. Leap on the word. Stand on the word. Don't let any medical science or any physical evidence deceive or delusion you to think that what God has said will fail. The faith that we have believed in is not an if faith. It's a knowing faith. We know. For we know. Oh, we know that all things work together for good for them that love God. For them that are called according to his purpose. For we know. For we know. He says if he has given up his only son, his son for us, how would he not also freely give us all things to enjoy for we know we know we know this is the victory we know we know it says our faith the communication of our faith becomes effectual through the acknowledging the knowing of every good thing that is in us that is in Christ Jesus oh his health is in me his life is in me his joy is in me his peace is in me I walk in this victory his health is in me his power is in me I walk in this power his glory is in me i manifest this glory his joy is in me i manifest this joy his peace is in me i manifest it are you hearing me when you hear the word of god like this it inoculates you of fear it takes fear out of your system it dismembers fear it takes away every installation of the devil any injection infusion of doubt and fear is removed for the scripture tells us oh he that believes in god he says there is nothing impossible to him that believes. 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 Oh, glory to God. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. I feel like preaching this evening. Even though I'm supposed to be teaching, I feel like preaching. And somebody says, preach black man. And I'm going to be preaching it. Hallelujah. I said the next spectrum is that faith is not the denial of facts. Faith does not deny the facts. Romans chapter 4, verse 17 to 20. Faith does not deny the facts. So you have the facts in front of you. You don't deny it. The fact in front of you is a fact, but it's not the truth. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Hallelujah. He's not saying that call the things that are as though they are not. They are different. So your headache, don't say there is no headache. No. He says call the things that be not as though they were. So you call the health from the invisible to become. There are two different things. So one person could be saying, no, I don't have headache. Oh, okay, I'm not poor. I'm, I'm not poor. No, 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 no. You declare your wealth. Call the things that be not as though they were. Not deny the fact that the things around you are not. Yet you know they are. You can feel the pain. You can see the pain. You can see the problem. Now, the difference is this. Now, for example, when Moses, um, um, David faced Goliath in, in 1 Samuel 17, the scripture did not tell us that he did not see Goliath. That Goliath, Goliath was taunting the whole of Israel. Everybody could see him. The giant was there, right in front of everybody. You can't deny that fact that there was a giant. But what David did not do 
is to agree with the giant. David agreed with the fact that he is in covenant with Jehovah. David is verse 45. The scripture tells us this. Let's, let's look at that. This is then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts. In other words, you are big, but there is one bigger than you. It's called the Lord of hosts, the Lord of the Lord, the Lord of the armies of God, the God of the armies of Israel, Kaya, whom thou hast defiled. 46. Kushala. This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand, and I will smite thee and take thy head from thee. He called the things that are not as though they are. And I will give you the give the carcasses of the host of the Philistine this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. David understood that he was an anointed man. David understood that in battle, the oil that has come upon him is stirred up for battle. And when that oil is stirred up, the oil has something it does. The Bible says, by the anointing, the yoke shall be destroyed. By the anointing, the burden shall be lifted off thy neck. And the yoke shall be broken because of the anointing. He understood that he was in covenant with Jehovah. Because he was a man of covenant. So he spoke the covenant. He activated the covenant. Not that there was no Goliath. He says, Goliath, you are here, but I will feed you to the carcasses of the earth. I will cut off your head. And the scripture makes us understand there was no sword in the hand of David. How was he going to cut? He has spoken what was not as though it was. You hear me? That's the difference. So you don't deny the facts, but you deny the fact, the outcome of your life. You deny the facts. Its ability to influence or determine the outcome of your existence. You do not deny the facts, but deny that fact, the ability to rule or determine the outcome of your battle. So there may be a battle before you. It doesn't make you different from any man. The Bible says that there is no temptation that comes to, to any man, but such as is common. So there are trials that will come to men. Trials come to men of faith. Trials come to men that are righteous. The Bible says the righteous falleth seven times, but he rises. You see, there are trials that will come to men. David ran to the cave of Adullam, yet was anointed. There, there are trials that will come to you. But in the midst of the trial, understand that you are anointed. Understand that anointing upon your life abhors a man to die like a cheap commoner. Understand that anointing upon your life is anointing of royalty. So irrespective of the circumstances around you, even though I do not deny the circumstances, I will not allow it to determine the final outcome, the verdict of my life. Are you hearing me? David gave consideration to the truth, not to the facts. There is what is called truth and there is what is called facts. He made sure the truth of the word of God prevailed. Faith is calling real what God has said about you. And therefore, acting that way, David ran towards the, the giant and he took him out. He took him out as he ran. God and the armies of heaven backed him. Don't run from battle. Run to the battle. Don't run away from the trouble. Run to the trouble. Let the trouble come. But understand this. When the trouble comes, don't be asking yourself, why me? Ask yourself. Tell yourself, this one too will pass. Tell yourself, and it came to pass. Tell yourself, and this one too will go down. Tell yourself, this one too will give me the victory. Tell yourself, I will have a testimony in this one too. Hallelujah. Let me, let me finish with this last one. The last spectrum is that faith is expressed in words and actions. James chapter 2, verse 17 to 18, the Good News Bible. Hello, selele kai, kedada, salala manako. He says, the good news please. So it is with faith. 
if it is alone and includes no actions, then it is dead. Faith can die. It, the death of faith doesn't mean that faith is not there. It just means that faith has become ineffective, inoperative. You can cause it to come alive again when you spend time in the word. But someone will say, one person has faith, another has actions. My answer is, show me how anyone can have faith without actions. It means the two go hand in hand. I will show you my faith by my actions. My faith acts. And when does it act? Now. My faith is active. Faith is not passive. It's a spiritual force that is operative now. Faith doesn't sit back and say whatever will be, will be. Ka sera is a lie from the pit of hell. Ka sera will not be. Faith is a now thing. It's an action word. We act. And so faith causes us to act. Hallelujah. And it is expressed in words. Faith without works is called faith that has not got what? Corresponding action. Faith without works is called faith without corresponding action. If you truly believe God's word, that he is who he says he is, that he has done what he says he has done, that he has said what he says he has said, and that you have what he says you have, then you must talk it. Hallelujah. You must what? Talk it. He says you have then, you must what? Talk it. If he says what you have, you have it. You must what? Talk it. I will show you my faith by my action. How do you show faith by action? You talk, act, and live that way. Hallelujah. Speak it out. Mark eleven twenty four. Let's look at that quickly. Faith is action added to the word of God that you have believed. Faith is action added to the word of God that you have believed. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall what? Have them. Because what? The reason why you believe you receive them is because they're already in existence. So the health is in existence. The money is already in existence. The car is in existence. All the things that you're looking for, they are already in existence. But you must speak it forth. The Bible says when David met Goliath, he spoke forth. What he wants to say, faith calleth the things that be not. To call means to speak. A speechless believer is a dead believer. Is a man without action. Your tongue is the tongue of a ready writer. It writes life. It speaks life. The Bible says that the tongue of the righteous is as a pitch of gold. Are you hearing me? So you speak life. You speak life. You declare it until you see it. You speak life. Faith is activated by words. So your action must be seen through your words. Let me use one last scripture. Acts chapter 3 from verse number 6 to 8. The man at the beautiful gate. He had a beautiful environment, yet was ugly by nature. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have. Hi, give I unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. He gave the command. But when he spoke in the name of Jesus, he took him up. He took the man up by the right hand. And lifted him up. He did not try. He took him. Faith is not trying error. And immediately, his feet and ankle bones received strength. Verse 8. And he leaping up. The man also responded. He leaping up and walked, stood. Leaping up, stood and walked. And entered with them into the temple. Walking and leaping and praising God. You respond. You leap on the word of God. He says, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have. He gave the word. The man responded. You respond with your, 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 your heart. 
You respond. Faith is a response of your human spirit to the word of God. What has God said? You respond to it. What has God said? Respond to it. Tonight, you want to begin to make declarations. Speak faith. Decree and declare that my outcomes are the outcomes of faith. My outcomes are the outcomes of victory. My outcomes are the outcomes of victory. I'm not below. I'm above only. I'm not below. I'm above only. I'm not behind. This speak forth the faith that has been released to you. Speak forth. Madushalaiga Zala Kotala Kiata Rekatala Lango Zele Kuatala in the name of Jesus. I'm making progress. I'm making progress. My results are not ordinary. My results are supernatural. My results are not ordinary. My results are supernatural. My results are not ordinary. My results are supernatural. Therefore, I respond by faith. I respond to the word of God. Ikoda Zalimanaka Eze Kaloza Inglatalakua Taza Evalakuaige Zelengala Tonge Lingalaka Lekoa Shala Ikalako Ezelekaika Zaloda I decree and declare I'm the head not the tail. I'm above. Not believer. All things are working together for my good because I'm called of the Lord. Make faith declarations. Begin to decree and declare the outcome. Call the things that be not. Call the things that be not. Call the things that be not. We call for health. We call for prosperity. We call for increase. We call them forth. In the name of Jesus. We refuse every fear. We refuse every fear. Every hand of fear. We curse it tonight. Every hand of fear. We curse it tonight. We curse sickness. We curse disease. We curse weakness. In the name of Jesus. We curse every pain. In the name of Jesus. We speak for health. We speak for strength. We speak for Magdolibidia. We speak for wisdom. We cast foolishness. We speak for the wisdom of God. We speak for the wisdom of God. We speak for the grace of God. We speak for grace. We speak for grace. We speak for grace. In the name of Jesus. All is complete in Christ. We are strengthened by might in the inner man. We are strengthened by might in the inner man. As we have heard the word, we are strengthened. Our faith has come alive. In the name of Jesus. We act on the word. We refuse not to act on the word. In the name of Jesus. We act on the word. We take hold of what is ours. We take hold of what belongs to us. We take hold. Maroshalala. Ele kalala. Madondelelega. Izua talaika. Ale kalatosala. Engelatataikala. Eglantalaika. Zalaigalosa. Ikaparatotola manda. Eye. Ayakai. Ayakalaka. Alaigala. Zalalaika. We frustrate every instrument of hell. We frustrate every instrument released from hell. We frustrate every instrument. We decree and declare every counsel of hell concerning any man under the sound of my voice. In the name of Jesus, we frustrate it tonight. In the name of Jesus, we declare, let every man be a liar. Let every sister be a liar. Let only God be true. In the name of Jesus, we decree and declare all things are working for us. They are working for us. They are working for us. They are working for us. Not against us. In the name of Jesus. The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdom of our Christ and our God. The systems of this world are subdued by the authority in the name of Jesus. By the authority in the name of Jesus, resources are coming to us. Finances are coming to us. In the name of Jesus, health and wholeness comes to us. In the name of Jesus, the goodness of the Lord is around us. In the name of Jesus, oh, Glory, 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 glory.
Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you're not sure that you are born again, but you want Jesus to be resident as the Holy Spirit, he says, Soon you will not see me. That's his death. But he says, Soon you will see me because I go to the Father. The only way we can see him is through the Holy Spirit. If for any reason you want to receive Jesus into your heart, I want to pray for you quickly now, wherever you are. Just pray this prayer with me. Declare with me, Father, let the Spirit of God come into me let me not be the same i ask oh god that make me a new creation through the work of regeneration through the death the burial and the resurrection of jesus christ father i receive into my spirit a new spirit i am a new creation from today i refuse to be the son and the daughter of the devil I receive from today the spirit of sonship therefore I take dominion thank you for the gift of salvation thank you for the gift of salvation father I ask that the Holy Spirit will come into me strong in the name of Jesus. Now pray this prayer. Declare me in the name of Jesus. If you don't speak in tongues, declare me in the name of Jesus. By the evidence of speaking in tongues, I receive the infilling of the Holy Ghost and with the outward manifestation to begin to speak in tongues. Now, in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I receive the gift of speaking in the Holy Ghost. Now. Couldn't find one to compare To your grace, your love, your mercy 